Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. Hello, people. It's the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast, and I am joined with Joel, Jeremy, and Steven today. And we are talking about the results for... Uh, the horror show or the freak show or whatever lame thing for extreme rules. And what the hell is your name? <laughs> and I'm Josh, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why I wasn't even thinking about my name. At the beginning. What the fuck? You're not uh, good at this. <laughs> no, uh, hey, hey, just because I didn't feel like I was important at the time. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway. Hi, my name's Insignificant Josh, and welcome I to my am podcast. I'm just the nameless host. That's who I am? No. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Okay, so... This, this pay-per-view was a lot shorter than I expected. Wasn't the last pay-per-view that we watched kind of short, too? I think yeah, the last, but I don't I think, think it was as short as this one. I think since they've been in the Performance Center, they've been going a little shorter on the pay-per-view one time. Yeah, because, like, it's all... Because it seemed like uh, it was only, like, maybe two and a half hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was just over two and a half hours, like 2.35 yeah. or something. And yeah. To me, uh, like I only caught like this. The first match did. Uh, was there any pre-show match? Probably not, right? Kevin, Mur- Kevin Owens and Murphy, but I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, like nobody would really want because you would pretty some- much figure who would win. There were some lame endings tonight. Yeah. Uh, so, I would yeah. say the pay-per-view was aptly named because the show was was horror. Oh yeah, dude! I'm like, (laughs) first off, I don't even know why in the hell they named it two different names. It's like if you're gonna do a gimmick pay per view, don't call it the horror show. What the fuck? Especially when it's not even October, right? It's like, oh, it's the horror show. I I have some thoughts on that and pertaining to the main event. So when we talk about that, I'll bring it up. Then. Oh, but I had some thoughts. Okay. Well, I guess we'll start off. Uh, I guess the first match, uh, I was late coming into it. But I guess it was New Day versus Cesaro and Shinsuke. And I guess they ain't called the Artist Collective now. No, that Sami Zayn is kind of like out of the group now, kind of. Because he's in trouble with WWE, I guess, or something. I don't know if there's he's in trouble. I don't know if he's, he's in trouble. Either. I think he's not wrestling due to COVID. I think he's yeah, one of, he's like he, Roman. He, Roman and him are kind of in the same boat. That they're which is 
which is funny, but I, I guarantee as soon as Roman comes back, he'll be put right back in the main event, and Sammy will probably well, have the job when he first comes back. You know it's going to be that way. Well, it could, it could be like that. I don't know. the way that I don't know, out, though, because the way they're not talking yeah, about Roman anywhere. they're not talking about him at all. <laughs> they have not even referenced him, especially with Seth Rollins. So I wouldn't be surprised if something else was going on. But definitely from what I watched, this match was cool anyway. Like, uh, they had some cool spots, but I just thought that uh, how New Day lost, it was kind of weird. Especially knowing that it was like a uh, double table spot. I was shocked with that. But that was what I was talking about too, was that Kofi's team, it's like when Kevin Owens is in a match. Kevin Owens always takes the spots. Kofi always takes the spots in his matches pretty much. Like you don't see like Big E take big spots. or, Or even Xavier Woods when he wasn't hurt. He didn't take a lot of spots either, but Kofi tends to take most of them, and he did today again. Yeah, I like. I didn't really care for. I didn't really care for any of the matches on the card, but I didn't really care for this match. Um, it didn't really suck me in, which is odd because the New Day. I love the New Day, and they usually put on fantastic matches. I just feel like Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. They are like, just destroying both Cesaro and Shinsuke. They don't know what it's like. like they're like, they're it's like, like they're after Let's put them together. And oh my God. I feel like they're I could go on a huge. And I could go, yeah, definitely like their afterthoughts. It kills me. Because they're both fantastic. I, uh-huh. I think Shinsuke really shined in NXT. Shinsuke needs to be back in NXT. He'd be, a, I think he would shine better. Uh-huh. Cesaro deserves to be higher up on the card. Uh, yeah. Well, from what we hear is, from what I've been hearing is that Kevin Owens wants to go back down to NXT again, and I do not. Uh, I would totally understand why. NXT they treated is them better there. Consistently, the better show. When we watched their In Your House, their In Your House pay per view was better than this pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Their their shows are always better anyway because they just tend to let the wrestling speak for stuff. I mean, sure that they do like certain storylines, but most of the time their storylines are kind of really cut and dry. They're not like anything like too difficult to understand. It's like like the Keith Lee and Adam Cole match, whereas like a in big moments you you fail. Really, and then I'm the best here. You know what's interesting? So, uh, 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 to get sidetracked off of this show real quick. Um, did you know the Keith Lee, yeah. Adam Cole match, even though it was spoiled, still drew over a million viewers. It was the highest rated segment of the second night of America, Great yeah. American Bash. Still felt like, yeah, this is like this. Still the second, uh, second yeah, it coming was, of like Mick Foley. Which I should have mentioned that on the greatest moments thing was like hearing Mick Foley win in the title belt and everybody switched over. That should have been one of my favorite moments too because I love Mick Foley. But anyway, um, what's it going on? So pretty much this was an okay match. So 
I don't even know if we should give it well, ratings if, or not. If, I don't know. <laughs> if if five what is best, three is average, it's definitely going to be like two and a half, three. To me, it was just an average match. Like I said, I feel like Shinsuke and uh, Cesaro are afterthoughts where they're like, hey, we have nothing to do with Shinsuke. Let's put him in a tag team. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do with Cesaro. Let's put him in another tag team. And that's what I got from this match. I like all four competitors involved. I just didn't really think that this was a good match in my personal opinion. So to me, it's going to be a three if we're going to rate it um, just because I feel like it was average. I really wanted the New Day to win, so I'm kind of sad that they didn't. But we'll see what they do with Shinsuke and Cesaro holding the SmackDown straps, if they even hold them that long. Yeah. If anything, I wouldn't be surprised if they do what they do with the Usos, where they flip-flop the titles a couple of times to try to keep them relevant or something. I don't know. But uh, uh, what about you, well, Steven? Was, uh, three. Because... I mean, there wasn't any real, like, in-ring storytelling going on. It was just kind of like, hey, they're having a match with them. And normally, I'm super... And hey, yeah, it's like, the it Extreme like, Rules yeah. match. But, I mean, normally, I'm entertained by the New Day because they're awesome and they, like, can tell a great story with what they're doing. But it was just okay. That's it. And then... then uh, like Shinsuke and Cesaro are the new tag team champs, and I just kind of went, okay, that was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I really want oh, to say. I I feel it too. And two and a Jeremy? half for me. It almost was a two. I mean, the biggest thing for me was yeah. how short the match was. And that was kind of across the board. A lot of the matches were short, but this one was short. And I know the ending kind of came out of nowhere because I think we were talking, and all of a sudden, the yeah. the Kofi double table, yeah, all of a sudden and it was over because yeah. Kofi was yelling, you know, do you know you you brought this on yourself, and then all of a sudden he was going through the table, and I was like, wait, when did that happen? And yeah. And then he ended up losing. So, you know, I was shocked, like I said, even during the pay-per-view, I was actually shocked that they lost. But it was it was a lackluster match. So, Yeah, I definitely was surprised because I thought that they were going to keep holding on to the titles for longer. So that's why I say, like, it was an okay but one for me. Like, the other I don't thing I wonder too. The other thing I wonder too. It's like I don't know. You guys don't watch basketball like I do, but it'll be interesting to see when basketball comes back without fans to see how like the the non you know not as relevant guys perform because it seems like I wonder how many of these guys are really impacted by the fact that there's no crowd. Um, because you know some of the yeah. guys need that. You know, there's certain wrestlers that don't there's other ones that probably feed off of that yeah and i and i tend to wonder if that's what's coming off in the performances Tim right corbin <laughs> you know so that's what i'm saying i wonder if that's part of what's affecting like the the atmosphere because like nxt right they're they're kind of used to the small venues so not as many people in the crowd 
mm. probably doesn't really impact him as much. But yeah. like when you're a, a big guy like you know Big E and Papa, and you've been in WrestleManias where there's fifty thousand or ninety thousand people, and then you're relegated down to like twenty people in the freaking arena, you wonder how it's really impacting him in terms of performing. Yeah, so, that's true. So, um, yeah. anyways, we can move uh, on to the next, or you can get your score, and then we can move yeah. on to the next one, I guess, right? So. Well, like I was saying, <laughs> just, I don't even know. He just gives it a big question. I would like, say, I like, know. it's a Well, true. that's right, because you, you came like in, actually, after this match, didn't you? Yeah, I'm like I was. Oh, I was. I'm like I wasn't even paying attention That's at the right. time because I was just yeah, talking so. and stuff. And then, and then I saw you. Uh, saw you guys being like, "Hey, are you guys getting in?" And I was like, I know that I wasn't playing on the Xbox or watching it on the Xbox." So I was like, "Oh well, I can't." So I had to watch it on my phone the whole time. But uh, I, I caught most of the match anyway. Okay. Like I think I missed a little bit of it, but also at the same time, I was just trying to catch up. But, for you guys and like uh, being at the same time which I didn't miss a whole lot but like still uh, uh, it's been harder and harder for me to care about like these matches because they keep mm-hmm. ending the same it's like okay like I'll explain it on the next match the uh, Nikki Cross versus uh, Bailey match the way that they were explaining it like the whole time, like, oh, like Bailey has my number, I can't beat her, this and that. And then what do they do? They make her lose the title or like lose the match. I mean, and, and at first, I thought that they if they hit her in the ding dang, which or imaginary ding dang, really. And if anybody doesn't know what I mean, like it's mostly from Steve Carino from Ring of Honor, every time somebody got low blowed. He would say, "I got he got hit in the ding ding." Talking about his penis. Otherwise, if you guys don't know, but uh, what's it called? So, like when I first saw it, I had to check back on the replay when they were going through the match where she cheated to win. At first, I thought she punched her right in the cooch. I was like, "What the hell?" (laughs) And then I saw the replay. I was like, "Oh, okay." Hit her in the stomach. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> but still, I was just like, "Okay, they won out of cheating." Now, is that means that she probably ain't gonna get another title win, or like be in the title picture again. So, what are they exactly doing with Bailey and Sasha Banks? Well, yeah. that that well, that was kind of what I had the issue with. Well, you know, because they keep teasing this uh, Bailey Sasha thing, and then. Each pay per view or each week, you see nothing progressing to this. Yeah, this would have been the perfect time. And, yeah. Well, not yeah. so this it, one or even in the second, just... which we'll get to later. But either match would have, would have, there could have been some way that they could have like, pushed that, which I think that's hand. what the fans are really looking for. Because yeah, because if she's if Bailey straight up lost the title to Nikki Cross, and then. Uh, there was like a thing where it was like, yeah, see, uh, Nikki had freaking uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka and Kyrie Sane in her corner. They weren't all there during the match. Alexa Bliss was there, of course. But like having it to be like, oh, hey, Nikki Cross had fucking friends and, and they all had But do you match. remember? And have it to But do you happen. remember? 
like they they're still kind of going towards it though. I think the thing is is I think they're just pushing it longer than I would think that they should mm-hmm. because they're going with the whole thing yeah. Bailey can't win without Sasha. Yeah. And so they're continuing yeah. that and with the whole and they're put, how, putting that wedge in there and then they keep going, "Oh, hey, remember this? We told you that they don't that we put that wedge in there, but we're never going to actually do anything with it. And it's like, yeah, it's just going to, yeah. And they've and been that's doing that it's just going to continue too. that way. And I'm like, where's the payoff? It's like, you can't keep having Sasha back up Bailey. Yeah. There's going to be some resentment there. And I think maybe, and we'll get to it later, but I think maybe tomorrow night on raw might be part of it. Yeah, maybe. Well, they they got to start the build. And that's the main thing. Is somewhere like, the ending for this match was weird, just because, like I was saying about like where she hit her and all that stuff. Where she hit her with her, I guess with her yeah. boss. She race. like well, she hit her in like the stomach, and then she like the ribs. Yeah, and that's what I was saying when I first saw it. I, I thought she hit her somewhere else. I was like, what the hell. And then I had to see the replay for me to be like, oh, okay, never mind. Because it went so quick. And then I was just like, okay, so why were you building up like Nikki Cross about like, oh, she has my number and this and that, if you're still going to make her lose? And then they're talking about her win streak. Oh, it's 282 days or something. But most like that of her, her win streak. It's an incredible streak. Sasha helping. Yeah. Her. And the fact. So yeah, but like, I think they're building to that, but like, or they keep building on that right each time she wins sasha's helping her yeah but it's like how many times do you continue yeah. doing that before you actually flip it and Sasha um, at the end of the match was showing the fact that she used her like she's just showing off the fact oh you yeah the ring is what did it you know and it's like bailey didn't go like hey man yeah. it was it was me too like don't just take credit for the whole thing yeah but they're just like, hey, we're just going to say this, this whole like Becky or Bailey and Sasha shit's been going for but way But you guys also long. know. They were doing it when they were faces and now they're heels and they're still yeah. going when they should have expl- exploded like freaking a couple of months ago. But I mean, uh, whatever. That's why I'm like so over this match. I love Nikki Cross. I definitely think that she could have had a win if she wanted to. Just kind of done it with Sasha cheating. But I mean, like, they shouldn't have explained like how like Nikki Cross couldn't get wins if you were planning on having her lose. You know, to me at least, is that I I think they should have just didn't say anything. Have her go against it where it was like super close, where she was like having her number the whole time. Then all of a sudden she gets cheated on and then they win. Right. Yeah, it was just, no. But that's just me. That's why I was like, like, I don't like fucking, like, I would probably say this is a, mat- a match as a two also, just because I couldn't get into it as much. And then when they ended it, I was just like, okay, that kind of sucks. Because what uh, was that her new finisher that she did where it was like a knee drop thing or something where she like put her knee like uh, on her neck and then flipped her out? They didn't mention it, but I don't know if I've seen her do it before. 
Well, that's why I was wondering if that's supposed to be like a new finisher or she. They just didn't did. point it out as being one, but um, yeah. But uh, Joe, what do you think? Because you're a Bailey fan. I love <laughs> Bailey, but this match was, uh, I thought it was a little bit better than the New Day match, even though I do like Bailey. I'm not a big Sasha Banks fan, but I love Alexa Bliss and I like Nikki Cross. I thought this match was really average too. So I'd probably give it a two and a half to three. But I mean, we all knew that Nikki Cross wasn't going to win because they're eventually, whenever they decide they're going to feud Sasha Banks and Bailey, it's going to be for the SmackDown title. And and this pay-per-view yeah. would have been a great way to start sowing those seeds, especially if they want to do this the, the show at SummerSlam, which is next uh, next month. It's almost exactly a month away. Yeah, I would have thought that that's what they would have done. They would have built it for and SummerSlam. I feel like, but now, the way that they're going, it seems like they're going to build it to WrestleMania, and then they're going to freaking fuck off and fuck it up again, and then they're just going to be heel buddies, like, up until one yeah. of Tell us how you really again. feel, Josh. I, I think... <laughs> I think the match. Hey, I'm I, just saying, uh, everybody's been clamoring for this shit, oh, right? This yeah, feud. I agree. I'm... They've been wanting to see this feud again, and then what do they keep doing? Their fucking booking it's... sucks, like all the time. It's like this is uh, my problem with WWE. I like right Bailey. Is knowing that all matches are kind yeah, of the cause... same. All these wrestlers are great. Right, but all the matches are kind of because I like Bailey as a heel. I don't like her haircut. Even my wife made fun of her haircut. She looks like a Karen. Karen, but um, I like the match. I just, I mean, I knew Nikki was gonna win, even though I would have loved to seen her win because Sasha messed up, which would then start the feud. But and then maybe Bailey gets the title back on SmackDown. And then that's what builds to the SummerSlam feud. But I I liked it. I think it could have been better. Um, it's a two or and a half to a three. I, I did, like I said, I really didn't like this show. Um, but well, it seems like most B shows, like Extreme Rules, Hell in a Cell, all that shit, they always do this stupid bullshit where it's like they don't even give a shit about their own product. It, Hey, I'm just trying to build up the feuds for WrestleMania. I, and I think they should. It. They started building the feud uh, for uh, the eventual Bailey versus Sasha, and then like nothing in this match went towards that storyline. Um, maybe during the Oscar match, when we talk about it, we can maybe do a little bit more speculation. But just watching this match as it was, I wasn't really impressed. Like I said, I wasn't really impressed with the whole show. Um, I like I said two and a half three. I don't really have much to say on it. That's why I was quiet. Uh, so Steve, I guess Steven, your turn. Yeah, yeah, that's a two. Because like I enjoyed the match itself because every uh, like the people in it are talented, but when it comes to that ending and where that goes for these people, it just kind of stalls out. It just goes, oh, hey, there may be some stuff that we might do in the future, but who knows, because we haven't done it yet. So that doesn't give me any... But she's booked as the main one. Like, it just oh, goes... Whatever. Eh, so dumb. Hey, yeah, stick around, eventually we might, but 
Who knows? Yeah, all the all the women can go that were on the were either in the match or around ringside, and then Kari and Oscar giving Nikki a pep talk before the match. Mm-hmm. All those women are great, and I like every one of them. Um, I'm not a big Sasha Banks fan. I don't know why, but I'm not. Although I do think she is a good performer, I'm just not a big fan. Um, it's just I. I'm trying not to say anything super unkind. I just, I like Bailey. I like Nikki. I just knew Nikki wasn't going to win. I just thought they would have used this as an opportunity to move a storyline for, forward, and they didn't. But uh, that was kind of a letdown. Um, I, I can't yeah. remember what the next match was. Was that the... Uh... Well, Jeremy hasn't given his rating on this. Uh, uh, well, oh, Jeremy hasn't sorry. given his review yet. No, I did not. Thanks. There, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just Joe. ready to start. Maybe I'm just ready to move to the next match. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I actually I kind know, of, right? uh, what do you call fuck, it, man? bogarted the beginning of this one. So that might have been what you thought that I yeah. gave a rating. But, but um. No, I would agree. It was like a two. Now, on the flip side, as Joe is a fan of Bailey's, I am a known hater of Bailey's. <laughs> and where Joe does not like Sasha Banks, I really like Sasha Banks. Um, we'll get into that later in her match. But, uh, yeah, I had the same issues you guys did with this match. I knew Nikki wasn't going to win just based on how they're booking these things currently. And it kind of went the way that I thought it would, where Sasha would help again, like I was talking about before, where they're just continuing that piece, but they're not working towards anything else. It's just well, continuing. It makes, uh, well, yeah, like it would make sense if they were doing like a comeuppance thing, where it's like eventually they talk about, like, if they were doing it in interviews, right, after they were doing it, and they're like, oh, yeah, what would you think that a lot of people are saying that most of your wins are because of Sasha? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then they're like, oh, you're full of shit, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you know, that? like, they that, that's what I'm talking, like, sow that seed or at least start to actually show that you're working towards that. Yeah. But I think they, tr- they started at one point, and then they kind of backed off, and it's been a while since they even – Meant, have mentioned it yeah and but yeah like i said that's pretty much all i've got to say about this match uh i believe the next match uh guys was the uh it Seth, was rollins seth rollins and ray material and to, and right now i'm saying it quick i don't even fucking <laughs> want to get into this damn match the match was all right but fuck uh, fuck all this stupid bullshit where they're trying to do realistic bullshit This is the main thing. I got to go kind of on a tirade. My main thing is, okay, this motherfucker already tried to hurt his eye and pretty much did like months ago, right? Where he jammed his eye into the steel steps, right? So he doesn't have no qualms the first time he did it. Rey Mysterio leaves, comes back. Dominic comes in and tries to help. He tries to do the same thing to Dominic and whoever else goes on a tirade for all this shit. And then, on top of everything, then they do this stupid fucking match. And then, instead of doing the CGI, which would have been way worse, so thank God they didn't do that. They do the same exact ending, but then Seth Rollins looks at his eye and is like, throws up. 
You legit did the same thing three months ago. It's the same thing. You took out his eyeball and oh oh now I'm sick. Oh 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 fuck this stupid match. It's a zero. I don't even give a shit how all the wrestling was great and everything, but the fucking ending killed it, so I don't give a shit. Zero stars. This match, obviously I think they're implying that his eye came out of socket. Because there is like a white ball at some point in his hand at the end. Oh yeah, that's yeah, exactly what um, This match had the, probably the best wrestling of the night, and and the, the the whole thing that really brought down this match was the stipulation. The stipulation made this match stupid. The Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio have great chemistry in the ring together. It's obvious. Um, if they were just to put on a classic, they could probably put on a good match. If they just didn't do, if they did it like a regular hardcore match, and they didn't try to, like, they could have still been like, oh, trying to go for the eye, and then uh, he knocked him out with a chair or something I, instead. But really, you think that it's safe for people to just like. Act like you're gonna uh, burst somebody's eyeball. It's, it's really. It could have still been an eye for an eye without being literally an eye for an eye. They could have done something different. Uh, to me, that really brings them, the stipulation. Of so we could have done Kill Bill, where it just like I like I said, I think Seth and Ray had some their their chemistry in the ring was really good. That the the match itself that was like we'll just say the in ring portion of the match was really, really good. The ending was stupid. The stipulation was stupid. This one's going to get like a two for me because of the stipulation. And it only gets the two because they could both go in the ring. I love Rey Mysterio. Love them since WCW. I go back and I'm not really a big fan of Seth Rollins. It has nothing to do with his in-ring ability. I think he's really good in the ring. There's just something I don't like about him. It's kind of like Sasha Banks. She can go in the ring. I will never t- say that she sucks as a wrestler, but it's something about her character maybe I just don't like, and it's the same with Seth Rollins. And so I I think it was... You don't like heels, Joe. What's that? You don't like natural heels. That's what it is. I like Randy Orton. And I like Randy Orton. And <laughs> well, I like Randy Orton boom, That's kind of surprising because... <laughs> ones you don't like are literally the ones that act like assholes. Oh, well, Seth Rollins sucks as a face, so that's when I started to be like, get sick of him. And then I just haven't... Well, I don't think it's so that. much a him But I mean, I face. guess what I'm getting at is really good wrestlers, if they're a shitty person, you don't care for them. What I've noticed is, like, if they're great wrestlers and they're good, like Bailey, for instance... I think you're kind of waning a little bit on her because of her heelish part. Like, if she was the face like she was, I think your opinion of her is has waned a little bit. Um, well, that's because the, of the fact the... that she's now a heel versus a face. Because I remember before, well, I like, really, I didn't, I didn't really care for Sasha as a face either. Well, what I'm getting at is that, yeah, but she's always. The thing is with her, she's not really a face. It's kind of the same thing with Randy Orton. Like, she never comes across as a good face. Like, I don't view her as ever being a really good face. It's the same thing with Randy Orton. I, 
Randy Orton is not a face yeah. to me. No, he, he's a sorry, heel and he plays. Yay, Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't. My internet's he's not a face. Be, so but I apologize. He's a heel. He's the out best one out there. Oh, well, sorry. But he's the best heel out there, I would say. Pretty much, Randy. Oh, Randy is a good heel. Like Triple H. Randy I think Orton. Triple H is another natural heel. Randy Orton, but Seth Rollins is just an asshole, I, and I don't know if his outside demeanor affects the the way people. I think he don't I like think him he either. Just said some shit recently that was stupid as fuck, and they had to change his character because of that. And I'm not saying that yeah. Seth Rollins is a bad face. Because I don't think that either. I I think that the fucking problem is is that WWE they kind of pigeonhole you sometimes, and it looks like it's like Dean Ambrose or John Moxley. How we were sitting there and he was like Vince had his mind made up on who he was, so that he was like you're a goofy fucker. That's who you are. It's like the same thing goes with half the people on the roster. Don't give them a Well, the funny thing is, Josh, I know we're talking about Dean Ambrose or John Moxley now, but John Moxley in AEW is almost no different than Dean Ambrose in WWE. Uh Uh-oh. Not not really. I mean, honestly, it's not really that much different. Oh, crap. He probably needs to come back eventually. I mean, I guess, if anything, we won't have Joe back for a little bit because I don't know if I can (laughs) re-invite him or not. But uh, Well, I think he could just click the... Can't he just click the link again? Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's why I said zero stars with this shit anyway. was because I, I'm like, I really like the, the wrestling aspect. But then when you're trying to do realistic shit and then you don't welcome back. But, Am uh, I back? What, yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when you're trying to do realistic shit, it kind of ruins the mood. Like I'm, yeah. it's like using a sledgehammer in the fucking wrestling matches. I've never cared for the sledgehammer because there ain't no fucking way. Same with like railroad spikes and shit. I've seen them do that and like forks and graders and all this shit. It's like, uh, first off, you have to legit hurt somebody for you to do anything with, and these spikes and shit. It's like really when you're doing the wrestling that you're doing that's choreographed. Why on earth would you uh, would I think that you're actually trying to burst this guy's eyeball out of his socket? Yeah, you know? I, well, yeah. My biggest thing was wasn't this the match? Where I'm like, I get well there. I get why they have tables and chairs in the match, but why are there kendo sticks underneath the ring? What legit logical because extreme rules, man. Extreme rules. Well, no, but- even in regular matches, they're like, oh, there's a kendo stick. Or if it's a triple yep. like, well, why, oh, there's a stick. But the oh, same thing for when they pull trash cans out. Why too. the hell would a trash can be underneath the ring? Unless it's yeah. a hard like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it takes me kind of I mean, off of the story. But, you know, it's part of wrestling. I mean, you know, yeah, it's and it's stuff. also like at least there was certain times where some of them tried to – I can't remember if it was like Mick Foley or something where – trying to keep kayfabe alive where he was actually putting like a trash can full of weapons and shit underneath the ring like he had well, it why are there only sledgehammers under the ring when triple h yeah. is wrestling yeah, well, that's what i'm saying it's all stupid <laughs> shit 
and that's why, that's why I was like, <laughs> that's why I want to just skip this one anyway, like this match, just yeah. because I was just like so pissed off. But anyway, what's, yeah. well, what is yours and uh, Steven's ratings, Jeremy? Like, which one? I'm like, how? What did you guys rate these well, matches? This match. Uh, I have the same opinion as you guys, and I'll go to Steven after this since we kind of flipped it a little bit, but. I'll probably go with a two, only because of, like I said, without with the ending. Otherwise, it would have been a much better, higher rating. Because, like like Joe said, the wrestling was actually pretty good in this match. The ending, I, as we were talking while we were watching this, I, you know, for, you know, Josh, you didn't see or hear it, but I called this match from the beginning. I called what would what was going to happen at the yeah. end. I. And I you know, because again, Ray Mysterio already has the funky colored eye on that right eye, anyways. Yeah. So it's like it makes perfect sense if you wanted to change something up later and say, "Well, he lost that eye." Let's say. Yeah. You know, like all also, you would have to do is take the contact. Also, out, at the same you know? time, it gives Seth Rollins all this damn heel heat, even though it's fucking. Oh yeah, because he, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. But I do agree with you in the fact that when he puked at the end, it's like he already did this twice, you know, he, once, and he tried to do it a second time, and this is the third time he's basically tried to well, do then it. And actually bursted it out of his eye socket. So, oh my God, yeah. it's so gross. Oh, he yeah, pulled a yeah. He pulled a Vader. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about that match. Okay. But Steven, um, yeah, Steven can go uh, ahead. And... It's getting a one. Uh, yeah. Like, seriously, no matter how good the wrestling was, in it, he still gave it a stipulation that says, hey, everybody who thinks wrestling's fake, here's the match that proves exactly everything you're fucking <laughs> exactly. saying. Trying <laughs> to oh, get well, the yeah, fucking yeah. credibility on this shit, where everybody like, thinks is fucking goofy, and then you prove them right. Like, yeah, and, and like, yeah, and like I said, the sad part is, is when you can actually, and when, when the, like you said, Josh, when the booking gets bad, when normal fans that watch this on a weekly basis can actually call out the matches and what's going to happen minute mm-hmm. by minute. You almost you, did it beat for beat, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, the it's only just... thing that, that like threw me for a loop was those like two Canadian destroyer looking things that Ray did on Seth. Into oh the, yeah, the into oh the yeah, that's case. one of the best spots that I thought was cool. How he slid into the uh, out of the ring and did the uh, what was it, the sunset flip type move. Yeah, it looked like yeah, a Canadian that's... destroyer, like a foot off the ground. Yeah, that was one reason I gave it the two because those two moves just alone. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So, the wrestling was good, but, but the, I can't. I knew that the ending was gonna be fucking lame. At least they didn't do the CGI shit because oh my god. Yeah, I was wondering how they were gonna do that. So yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen either. But uh, but... okay. On the next note, was it Drew McIntyre versus uh? I think no, I think Drew. it was Oscar and Oscar. Oh and yeah, Sasha. it was Oscar and Sasha. And Sasha yeah. Next, I think. The, yeah. This match, right? Okay, so this is what I thought. What should have sowed the seeds for them splitting up was that I think that Bailey should have tried to help. I'm like, you know how the whole time. 
they've been showing like Sasha always helping Bailey and then her getting the wins out of everything. I think they should have had Bailey try to help Sasha and it and didn't she'd work. screw it up. And then this is another one where it's probably a one star for me just getting it out of the way is that it was a decent match, but then they did that stupid ending. Like, oh, okay, Bailey gets to just put the damn thing on and then do one, two, three, and then she's the winner. It's like they didn't even fucking do anything. They were just like, oh, okay, just another one to get to next month's pay-per-view. Pretty much that's yeah, this... all it felt like to me. So it was like, oh, okay, then fuck it. <laughs> this match was a letdown, and I love Asuka. And I even said this to Jer- you know, during the match. Like I said, I'm not like the biggest fan of Sasha, but she can go in the ring. I'll never say she can't go. Like, she's a bad wrestler. She's not. And Oh, she's easily, yeah, she's bar none probably one of the better female wrestlers. Yeah, she's... By, probably by a, by a lot, actually. And I, I, mean, I think she's really a good wrestler, so I like, I at least give her that. Like, her, her Hell in a Cell match with Becky Lynch was way better than her Hell in a Cell with Charlotte. And... Oh, somebody else. That's she even got kicked out, I guess. Yeah, I, I was having yeah. trouble with my internet earlier. Um, which is why I did my I got booted. The um, like I said, the, the I like I like the I like the physicality of the match. Um, Oscar and Sasha had a good match together. This was another one of those matches where I felt like the ring work was good. It's where the ending was really stupid, and then they didn't even address the ending. For the rest of the night, there was still two more matches, yeah. and there was like one comment made in between those next two matches to say, like, "Hey, there's going to be something on Raw to discuss this," or someone's like, "Usually, when a ref gets taken out, another ref comes down immediately." But yeah, not that's why I'm saying their booking is just fucking dumb as shit. Sometimes they just kind of like, okay, it's it kind of reminds me of old WCW. Where they uh, would make up their own rules on the fly. Sometimes TNA would change it too. Like they would change their rules around for whatever they felt like doing at the time. But like, just horrible booking. And it's just horrible everything because it's like, how am I supposed to give a shit about this? I know that you're trying to like make them both look strong at the same time, but it's like you can't do anything better than this. Like, all they could have just done was this stuff with Bailey. The, um, the thing that, the thing, it's like, can y'all still hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, Um, I'd be like, Joe! No. The the thing that sucks is, like, they haven't really made Asuka look dominant, with her title run once she got it from Money in the Bank. They've because she had the, the count out with Nia Jax and she never got a chance to be dominant on Nia. But oh, yeah. like have, have they think, even talked about Nia being on TV since then? No. The on rumors I heard is that she's being she's being punished for hurting Car Kari Saint Kari Saint. 
Well, they should have done that a while Steven ago. Steven Leonard just took a dump, so he who knows if he'll be back. So we'll just have to get Yeah, him I know his pain. I don't know who his internet is, but I will say this. Um, I kind of miss the internet from back home. I miss I miss Cox because Spectrum goes out like all the time. I'm constantly having to reboot the router when I hardly ever had to do that at home, back home. Yeah, yeah, I have Comcast. It's pretty good. But uh, but, uh okay. So what's your rating, Joe? I'm gonna give this one. This is also gonna get a two. And the only reason it gets a two is Currently, because at least just the two, two point Joe so far. Yeah, we, if well, we can make it throughout the whole series. No. Well, I gave the first match. <laughs> well, I gave a couple. I gave one three. Well, well, my issue with the match is, is like it's nothing against the performers because, like I said in the last match, like the wrestling part was good. It's just the stipulation that to me brought it down. And the thing that ruins this match for me is Bailey putting on the referee shirt is the outcome. It's, it's stupid. It it, it had no place. And especially it doesn't solve anything. It's just going to be like Sasha and Bailey holding the title belt. Oh yeah. Sasha's not even legally. Sasha's not even a raw superstar. She's a SmackDown superstar. So now she's, but it could Sorry, I'll let you finish. Well, she's a, she's technically a SmackDown superstar, even though I know tag teams they go from brand to brand. But if it once they lose the belts, she would technically go back to SmackDown, and <laughs> and with them having like no real on screen. Well, hello, Stephen. That was weird. My yeah, my internet did it too, Steve. Um, with no really on screen authority figure. So unless like Vincent Mann or Stephanie or Triple H comes out tomorrow, they kind of like say that's not going to happen. You know, um, you know what's going to happen. They're just going to sit there and hold the title for a month and say that they're the rightful winners. And then uh, Oscar will go against Sasha again the next pay per view, and then Oscar's going to beat her. Well, this, I don't this- see that working though for SummerSlam. That's why. I'm hoping that this is the payoff I'm looking for. This is going to happen on Raw. This, and that oh. I think, well, because this will be where it starts. It was because Bailey fucked it up for Sasha by doing this because she could have won without her. She actually, and, yeah, I think Sasha could have won without her. And yeah, this and is what I'm on the same page with Jeremy. I'm hoping tomorrow at Raw they have they make them have another match. And they yank it from her. Actually, or they yank it, make her have another match, and then Dude, and it happens again or something. Yeah, where oh, like it. where she fucks it up again. Yeah, yeah, she straight up and Oscar retains the title because yeah. technically Oscar's still a champion. And I think I think doing it this way, yeah, it kind of protects Sasha, but in my book, it makes Oscar look weak. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but, I think uh, Oscar should be. Oscar should be the most dominant woman superstar on the roster, but they don't let her be that. Yeah. Out of everyone, she has like the legitimacy, and they don't let her get to do that. Because well, man. the unfortunate part is honestly the most dominant woman on the roster should be Nia Jax if she didn't hurt everybody anytime she got in the ring. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's she like should be that reminds, 
She used to be it like reminds me of Braun, like Braun Strowman, right? It's like there was no reason he shouldn't have been a title holder back when he pulled the semi truck over and when he pulled the stage down on top of Brock. There's no reason he should have lost right after that. No, but they did. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it's it's the way they book things, and it's partly so they can draw it out longer. Yeah, you know, so they don't, so they don't have a payoff too quick. Yeah. But sometimes, like in this case, I think it's going on a little too long. We were talking about Bailey and Sasha what three years ago? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, so it's like, when and they Angle, still haven't pulled the trigger on. It. When so Kurt Angle came back and became the GM of Raw after the WrestleMania thirty three. We all were waiting for the Bailey Sasha feud, and it never happened. And then we were, you know, and then and storyline, they made them go to couples counseling, and then that feud never happened because I think they were gearing that one up for that SummerSlam for that year. Mm-hmm. And and I really wish they would just give us that feud because I think they're better enemies than friends. Because Bailey is a natural face, Sasha is a natural heel, and so they should be. Even though that I think uh, Bailey's been doing excellent heel work right she's, now. Though. Oh no, she's because been. She's I think been she's playing been like super. But she's a natural, naturally though, a baby face. Yeah. Like I think, but I think she's played the heel role really well. I'm one of the few people who thinks that. But but anyway, know that it's not. No, that is not like. Oh, I didn't me. say that she's not playing the heel role well. Oh, no, what I'm saying is, it's just like where you you naturally have a predis- predisposition for yourself. I think Bailey's just a better face. She is it's better not face. that she's not a good heel, but she's just naturally a better face. But and like Randy Orton's not a good face at all. No. Like I don't. I, I think it's disingenuous when he acts like he cares. Yeah. I will, um, I will say this about Orton, though. When he had his match with Edge at the last pay-per-view, that was, like, the most – like, the most I've seen Randy Orton work in a match. You Like, the most energy he's put out. It feel, but yeah. yeah. I like Randy Orton. I like him I better know. than you. <laughs> I like – well, we're well. But, when you were hey, talking to me about, on. while we're getting off topic, how about let's get <laughs> uh, J- uh, Jeremy and Stevens' uh, rankings for the match? I thought. Oh, I thought Steve went. I'm sorry. All right, I thought I already gave mine. Oh, yeah, Jeremy said oh, it too. Maybe I then. Never gave Steve, oh, okay. Then Stephen. My yeah. internet age. Stephen yeah. never gave his because he was offline for a yeah. second. But. But yeah. Yeah, I was a two. Remember? Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't get mine. That was last oh. time. But we were. Well, anyway, Stephen, you can go oh, though because it's. Was yeah. it gonna be two anyway, Jeremy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just wait till you get to My, me. Mine's a two, <laughs> but basically because this the. It's just it bothers me when, like, a story seems to be going somewhere. And then it just doesn't at a natural point where it could. And I think that's where a lot of of tonight's pay-per-view just went wrong. They just had so many good story things that just disappeared. Like Except in the, for the Seth next Rollins match. one, if they had it to where he, instead of throwing up, 
everybody booed and he just looked at the crowd and was like, they don't love me. I thought I was supposed to save these people and they hate me. And that was it. I would be like, cool. This had a natural way that it could have gone and it didn't steer in that direction. Yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah and what, what you're saying there, that kind of goes back to my whole previous comment, though. It's kind of hard for these guys like a Seth Rollins to react that way when there's 20 people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. If, if the entire 20,000 people were booing his ass, then it would be real easy to go, fuck you, you yeah. know. Yeah. This is, you know, this is what I'm doing for you, and you guys are being stupid. But when there's 20 people in the mm-hmm. arena... You can't really yeah. have no, that no. same reaction. Yeah. Play it like so, it is, though. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, so, I know, but it's kind of hard. I can imagine how hard it is for him right now just because of this. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, um, knowing that, I guess we'll go. Oh, damn, I just uh, say which one your uh, rating is, Jeremy. <laughs> he kept forgetting it. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's not a big deal. I've talked a lot today, but. uh. No, my rating for this match actually is probably a three, actually. And the the only real bad thing was an end was the ending, and that was a common theme across the pay per view tonight. Yeah. There was a lot of good wrestling, shitty endings, except for the last couple of the next two that I think we're going to talk about. I think those ended the way they should have, but. For the most yeah. part, well, honestly, I don't think that anybody. I don't think it, like Brian Alvarez put it uh, the best way, right? Where they were talking about how many wins and losses Dolph Ziggler has had before he got into the title picture again, and he hasn't lost one. Like he hasn't won one for. I forgot. I think it was like fifteen losses, straight losses that he did at least since and since like the past couple of years. So it's like, okay, this dude is believable to be able to beat Drew McIntyre. Okay. So Well that's the thing. I, I definitely mean, like the uh gimmick change though. How he was like, oh, I get to do Extreme Rules and you can't. <laughs> I love that because that was like a new thing. But I mean, who who won should have won. Like, really, yeah. honestly. I think that that was the main thing about it. And probably the probably best the match, match of the match. Uh, probably the best match of that the were, uh, Yeah, this one's my favorite match This was the, the best match on the card. Um, I like this match. I was making fun of it during the actual show, but I did enjoy this match. I think the funny thing was like just making up others, other stipulations. Dolph should have said like um, whoever gets pinned, like whoever takes like if if I whoever whoever takes the pinfall, I still get the championship and stuff like that. That's kind of the yeah. jokes I was making. Um, but well, he could have done anything. That yeah. was the thing. And you know, <laughs> sometimes they need to go out on a flipping, uh, just in a try something different. Yeah. And yeah. go, hey, I, how the hell can Drew get out of that? I, like, I thought this he, was the honestly, best once he said, uh, once he said, uh, about the I get to do extreme rules and you can't thing. 
It would have been funny to me if they would have started the match and he instantly claimored him and pinned him. I said the I exact same thing. That would have been way better. I said the outcome. exact same thing. I was like, <laughs> we were all talking about that. Well, that that would have been the best ending out of all. Yeah, of them. that would have been super have, awesome. That's what because... I said. They should have had it where Drew just claimored him one, two, three, and it was over. Because and he's I like, like, hey, I still gave it to you. you know? And he's like, you think you're smarter than me? You're not stronger than me. <laughs> just yeah. That's, him. that's exactly how I thought it should have ended. Because even though, because I said this, my only criticism is that he, uh, I almost said he, Dolph didn't win, which means giving himself that he stacked the deck so high in his favor and he still lost makes him look really weak. In my well, opinion. he's been. Yeah, but, they've been making but, him but look you know, weak the, for fucking years now. They haven't no, but you know what done I'm, anything with him of note. The interesting no. part when you guys say that, when, when I hear, like, you know, he stacked a deck and it took him, you know, he still couldn't beat him. Well, if you think back, when Drew McIntyre won the title, he beat Brock in, like, four minutes. So... When you compare, it makes Brock look really weak, really, in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Because yeah, I'm okay because with Brock. Lesnar, I'm okay with Dolph, Brock Lesnar looking weak because I'm not a fan. Any of these guys have lasted longer than Brock did. So if they really pay attention, you know, in their booking and how they book these matches, they make Brock look really weak. And a good thing would be for these guys to point that out later. Like if Brock came back, if I was facing him. I, that would be one of the things I was saying. You can't last five minutes with me and yeah. shit like that. But they don't ever do that. And that's what kills me about they don't look back in the past. Yeah, they never They've only go. done it a few times. Yeah. They bring up the that's history, when it works right? the best, I think. Like, they'll bring up the history, but most of the time they get it wrong. Like, mm-hmm. like that's why it's current on, like, uh, Bontramania and shit that they'll be like, oh, yeah, this match happened. The last match that happened was this guy and this and that, and then it'll show like who actually won. I think it was during the Bailey versus Sasha match where like somebody was like, Sasha won that match, and it was Bailey that won. (laughs) But they do that all the time. If they just look, the problem is is that they do a lot of this shit and then they just throw it in the can and they're like, up on to next month. Yeah, that's never gonna have to reference that again. And that's why compared to the others though is the same matches. This match compared to the others though is like a four, to be honest with you. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, I would say the three or four, yeah. I would say four. It was easily the best match. match I'm not there's not much I have to say beyond that. I think I'm not Steven. Um there's really nothing to say it was a great match. Um I do feel that Dolph does come off a little weak, stacking the deck in his favor and then losing. Um, I think it was an interesting twist on the gimmick match. So I'll give them that for some creativity. And I do feel like it was fun um, with uh, with him trying to uh, – with Drew trying to refrain from breaking the rules and making sure that he gets in when he's supposed to. I thought that was good. Um Back, then at near the end when he no-sold like a fame master and a zigzag and then takes a two-count to the rock bottom and then 
Oh, he really sold. He really no sold the zigzag. Yeah, yeah. he, he got it and it got up right away. It was like literally within. I don't even think he hit the floor. No. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, then like, <laughs> and then he takes Dolph Ziggler's head off and kicks it into next week, <laughs> and wins. Um, yeah, that was a beautiful claim. That was a beautiful yeah, claim. Decapitated Dolph. Yeah, it looked like yeah. he was But I mean, off. that's why I'm saying like Dolph Ziggler knows how to sell like a motherfucker, and that's why, like, if they just booked him right, they could make him another champion and shit. But yeah, like, but they fucking the just they just put him in the these. Roster. Yeah, pretty much. That's what they treat him like. They're like, oh yeah, he knows how to make these dudes look good. So let's just put him in this match. Well, the fucker hasn't changed his gimmick. In yeah, like and yeah, I definitely agree with that too. Because that's my biggest <laughs> complaint about Dolph Ziggler is he's literally he's like he's like Diet Coke. To if if Shawn Michaels was Coca Cola, he's Diet Coke, and it's like, yeah. and that's my biggest complaint about Dolph is that. One of his signature moves, super kick. What's his other signature move? The fame master, Billy Gunn. That's it's why like, I think what's Dolph another Ziggler, one? Sleeper hold. Dolph Ziggler yeah. is not Diet Coke. He's new Coke. He just makes you wish the other fucking dudes were back. That's all he does. Like yeah. I hope literally tomorrow or sometime down the line, Dolph Ziggler shows up and he is no longer the Dolph Ziggler that we know. He has to reinvent himself to get him to a place where he can actually beat Drew McIntyre. Without but that's totally not going to happen. I know. But anyway, but did see and did nice. you leave the ratings, Stephen? Or no? He did not. Uh, no, but it's a four for me because okay. mainly because this match had the most storytelling in ring of any match that I saw. Of course, I didn't see the last match and didn't tonight. have a bad ending. Either. So like. Yeah. The last match had the most storytelling so out of every no match I saw. This one had the yeah. most storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was all in-ring storytelling. Like, with Drew McIntyre always having to, like, change up what he's doing because he's like, oh, I'm going to do a suplex. Shit, there's a table. Now i got to do it over here. Oh, there's this thing. I can't because there's a chair there. Dang it. <laughs> all this stuff. And he's like constantly having to repivot and do all that stuff while while Dolph doesn't have to do any of that and he still can't put Drew away. Like that is great storytelling to me. Yes, it makes Dolph look kind of weak long term, but if they're trying to reinvent well, they've been making make him Dolph strong eventually look, this is the way to do it. They've been making Dolph look like a joke for a while now. But anyway, on the last match or well not really match but like their cinematic event. Definitely, I like the Firefly Funhouse uh, match better than this one. This had cool moments. I, for real, thought at a second there that they were doing the Sister Abigail thing with Alexa Bliss at one point. I was like, damn it, I knew that they weren't doing that. That uh, was my favorite part was when yeah. she was appeared and she, she was, was like, like you want to be with me? That was awesome that they put that into it. Though. Yeah, and then they showed them during the mismatch challenge how they had that great chemistry together, and I'm like, uh, that was cool. I that was probably my favorite part. That's what I'm saying. I definitely didn't like it nearly as much as the Firefly Flynn House matches, but hopefully they're just leading to the Fiend going against Braun 
at SummerSlam where the Fiend is going to take it from Braun. Because I, because I just think that that's the more legit, logical ending. They're showing that the Fiend is so overpowered, like one of his like strongest things for him, for his character, for Bray's character. It seems like the Fiend is his strongest one. So it would make well, sense to do that. Is that really what his gimmick is, though? I'm waiting to see how Braun returns. Yeah. Me too. Because I want to see if Braun returns with the black mask on his face. Yeah. Because that. that's what that's what the Fiend has always done. Like, everybody he's beat, has come back they come back gimmick. as an old gimmick. And they even alluded to it with even John Cena. But they, they got rid of him completely in that one. But but uh because you can't see him anymore. But uh this one I would it'd be interesting to see if he comes back with the black mask on his face. I like and, yeah, I like how anyway. they ended it with some nightmare fuel, but I the only thing I would have changed is actually the ending, even though I liked it. I wouldn't have shown the fiend at the end. I I think the fiend should come back. But not at SummerSlam. I think WWE needs to bring back Halloween Havoc, and then have the Fiend come back at Halloween Havoc. And that's I when I think you take the off. Fiend should come back whenever he feels like. Well, <laughs> that's what I think. I think that, especially if he wants to be like, you know what, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck your I, I'm like fuck your ass up. He just shows I up and this, beats the shit out of people. I thought this was cool. Um, I, I'm like Jeremy. I, I, I want to see how Braun returns, but I kind of want the Fiend to come back like a little bit longer. But I still like the outcome. Jeremy says I agree. That's the way to go. Have him face the three faces of Bray Wyatt. There was the Firefly Funhouse. There was the Eater of Worlds, and then he faces the Fiend, and he loses to the Fiend. That I think would be a good story arc. But I just kind of wanted to play more into the theme of Halloween. So that's why I wish WWE would bring back Halloween Havoc. And you know put on they ain't going to do that shit. And, and if they do, but if they do, it'll be on yeah, NXT. If, it, if they would, they would bring it back that's on NXT, I, if anything else. Because they've already done like a bunch of pay-per-views already. They did the Inver- In Your House. They did War Games. They did uh, they Great did American Starcade. Bad. Or well, actually, yeah. I don't know if that was like I think that was just a regular like house show, right? Starcade was, yeah. It was it was a regular house show they did two years in a row. I think I just thought well, they bring back. But they're doing it on NXT, so that's where I think they'll do it. That's where I think they'll bring all the old stuff back is on NXT, but we'll see. Yeah. I think they should bring back Halloween Havoc. I'm just saying when they you bring back just the want theme, old and WCW pay per views. No, I want one old WCW pay per view, and I want it to be Halloween Havoc. <laughs> no, no Bash at the, the Beach. beach. They can't bring back Bash at the Beach because Cody Rhodes owns that one. But I'm glad they brought back Green. Okay, okay, I take that back. There is two. I wanted Great American Bash to come back for July, just because of Fourth of July Great American Bash. I do like the fact that eight, um, NXT is using it. But I do want a Halloween Havoc. I just think it would be cool to do like a spooky themed pay-per-view in October. Cody, and, and center, How did they pull that off? I just want them to center a pay-per-view around the theme. I think it would be cool. 
But I give uh, this match four stars. I don't have a lot to say about it. It was like watching a movie. I enjoyed it. I I wish I had some to be doing that, it's not a not a real match. I mean, it kind of is, but not really. I just oh, wait. Speaking of not a real I'll match, say a three, but still, huh? Speaking of not a real match, wise, when MVP got the U.S. Championship. Oh, oh we didn't talk about that. Hey, that was stupid. Hey, nobody's there. Hey, I'm just gonna get the title. What happened That's like a negative two or I give that a Those negative two will be talked about. Even though I like MVP, because I like I was talking about why does MVP get a title and Bobby Lashley doesn't? Yeah, I, I'm so I mean, surprised that they had a freaking Dolph Ziggler in this match and they didn't do another one with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, fuck, Bobby Lashley should have gotten a, a return, another yeah, shot. Like, he could have just wrecked house or something, but it's like, come on, man. I, that's what, all missed opportunities, man. All missed opportunities. And that's mm-hmm. where I'm going to end that shit. But, uh... Um, overall, so, the paper so, was... A, it wasn't very good. Horror fits it because it was horrible. Except for the last two matches. Shoot, I don't think I've seen an Extreme Rules match or pay-per-view that I've really, really enjoyed in the past, like, four years or some shit. Yeah, I didn't enjoy this one. Usually I, know, I can Because any of them I can't but... really remember. If, like, they're like, oh, yeah, this match was on there. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that was a good match. But, like, it's, like, one match out of, like, the whole card. It's, like, really... Yeah, this, they don't try to make every match to be great. That's why I'm like, nope, fuck. So, Steven and Jeremy, what was your rating? I didn't rate it because I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, Steve and uh, Jeremy, um, I would give this a three. All right, only okay, because so. it was pretty average. I mean, like I was saying before, it the payoff will be later. I think I, I enjoyed a couple of the parts in it. The biggest one, like Joe said, was the Alexa Bliss part. I like how they threw realism in there yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that was probably the and, best part. Just made it like a meta thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, uh, and, uh, but beyond that, I don't know. Until you watch it on, I guess, Friday, you're not going to know how this resulted. Yeah. No, so. Um, we'll see if he shows up in the black mask or not. Now I actually have to watch yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. All right. Which so, I, I mean, I that, that's the biggest one with this one is that, you know, the payoff, you don't really know. Yeah. And if anything, it probably ain't going to be shit anyway, but, uh. I guess we have to watch Raw tomorrow to find out what happens with Sasha and Asuka. But they they never said anything during the pay per view. Yeah, so, something will definitely happen tomorrow. Well, hopefully. But uh, all right. So I guess it's time to end it over here. Anyway, if you guys enjoyed our review or uh, and everything, you could follow us at the Heart of Geek for all of our socials is through that Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff. And uh, what's it called? And if you guys have any okay. reviews that or anything, any pay-per-views or anything that uh, old school stuff or whatever that you guys want to have us review or like do a watch party for, 
just leave them in the comments or get in touch with us uh, through our socials or whatever. So uh, I will talk from our, I can't even speak right. For everybody, Joe, Jeremy, Stephen, and myself, we will talk to you guys in another podcast, I guess. You guys have a good night. Everybody say goodbye, I guess. Goodbye, I guess. See you for <laughs> SummerSlam. Bye, everybody. Next. See you yeah, for SummerSlam. 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 Summer Snap it to a SummerSlam. <laughs>